Hey, hey, welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matter presents... Just a regular-ass movie review. This week... What we've been waiting for for a while. Get Out, the directorial debut of Jordan Peele. And you were telling me, like, a while ago, he said a while ago, like four or five years ago, it's like, I want to do black horror comedy, and people laughed at him. And you know what? He did He did the fuck out of it. <laughs> he did the fuck out of it. Rod Tomato gave it 100% on, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is unprecedented. I don't think I've, I've ever seen that before. That I've seen high 90s. But everybody in the world loves this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and this movie is not for everybody, but I guess it's for everybody. <laughs> like, which, which kind of surprised me because mm-hmm. I feel like this movie might scare some people. Yeah, in, like, in a way that they weren't ready for. I think they took the Jordan Peele uh, from the black guy they love on <laughs> on Key and Peele. Key and Peele, and was like, "Well, well, just a." About a white man dating a black man, woman. I mean, a white woman dating a black man. It can't be too bad. Interracial couples are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What? This movie was really written by a black woman." <laughs> it's like, Mm-mm. see, that's why I be telling y'all niggas about this shit. Uh, let's jump into it. All right, this movie opens with the key scan Stanfield, some of my mm-hmm. new new favorite young actors. Yep, walking around in what is one of the scariest places to walk around is a white suburb. Mm-hmm. Looking for probably like a party, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he get, he gets picked up by a, a white Porsche playing horrifyingly old music. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Jordan Peele's on the same wavelength as me. When you hear really old music, does it just remind you of racism? Yeah. Okay, me too. It was like a whole hunky talk shit. Like, but dude didn't get out of there fast enough. I'd have been gone. Oh, if, once you hear that music, you got to be stri- once stri- striking. Once I saw that fool like stop for me, I'm like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, he 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 should have been running. Yeah, because his, his spider senses were not tingling. So, yeah, no. Because he said, he, he narrated what we were all thinking, like, what the hell am I doing in this neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. This is where people get kidnapped and shit like that. This, blah, blah, blah. So everything he said is about to happen, happened. And one of my, that man's sleeper hole was nice and he was taller than people, but a judo flip would have ended that real quick. He didn't have, he wasn't super powered, so <laughs> there. The Keith Stanfield has no judo flipping abilities, I guess. Everybody has a judo flipping ability. You have a judo flip. How many times have you took somebody's arm and dipped their ass? Uh, he wasn't that tall. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, he gets he gets taken, and the movie opens with Childish Gambino's Redbone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Let me get some powerful black imagery on the screen, because Chris Lee character is a photographer. Mm-hmm. And maybe Jordan Peele is a, a fan of Gordon Parks. Mm-hmm. And we get some pastries and coffee. I love pastries and coffee. Mm-hmm. And so it shows a scene where a black man doing well for himself. He's not in college, but it's a nice ass apartment. And I'm guessing which New York. I think so. Yeah, I think it's safe to say. Because they said dudes from Brooklyn, from the old hood, mm-hmm. and everything like that. So New York, he's an established photographer because people know about him. So later, so he's making money off of photography. Cool, not a regular ass job for people. He wasn't. He wasn't written into a stereotype. His white girlfriend. And mm-hmm. she was like, uh, this movie would have been over if he just followed his gut, just saying it, because he was right the whole damn time. <laughs> but he enters his white girlfriend, they're kissing, and he was like, are you sure about your family? And she she had that good pussy whooped on him because he didn't want to go. He, it seems like he didn't want to go the whole time. He did not want to go the whole time. And and, it, and he was right about, like, he, he didn't know how deep he didn't want to go, but he was like, yeah, racism. You know, I don't want to go out there, you know, because parents might be racist. And she was like, well, he voted for Obama twice. And, like, anybody that can say 
First of all, this is red flag. If they say my parents aren't racist because. <laughs> if they have to give an actual reason. Yeah. So, yeah. There. I was like, oh, but, my parents aren't racist because. And like know. that's that's like when I felt like the commentary started hitting. Mm-hmm. Of like. He'd have voted for Obama <laughs> third time if he could have. And he's like, does that really mean that you're not racist? Yeah. No, it, does, it, it does not. And, uh, exactly. So then we get we cut to um, we cut to them driving up north. Yeah, I'm just prob- gonna say north. Probably that makes sense. They probably live in like Maine or Rhode Island or something. Uh huh. And so it looks like a long ass drive. And then the deer darts out, hits the car, and I, I rolled down. I'm like, God damn, I hope there's not a car crash. God damn, I hope there's not a car crash. Because whenever I'm in there's a movie scene and they're driving, I always get uneasy mm-hmm. because there's a car crash. Yeah. So he gets out and he goes to look to see if the deer was. Uh, look puzzled. He wanted to go save the deer or some shit like that, and they explain why that scene was important later. And so, a cop pulls up, and <laughs> another scene of like this movie was woke as fuck. It's because it's like the cop, black man, dark black man, white woman, uh, north rural area, pulls him over and asks what happened. Are you guys okay? And so the cop asked the black dude for his license. And he was like, here's my license. Not tripping. And then she goes off on the cop. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you asking for his thing? That's bullshit and everything like that. And he's like, hey, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Ain't no fucking witnesses out here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's cool. And so it, it was a, actually, there was a lot, a lot of these scenes are like commentary, powerful pieces. There's, and shit like there's, that. Le- there's levels. Yeah. And then. There's something I want to talk about at the end because we're mm-hmm. not there yet. But like, why, why she really didn't want him to see his ID? Mm-hmm. I think what we get to that later. Oh. I got like some fan fiction. Okay. <laughs> and so the cop was like, you know what? And then do that thing where white people can talk to cops any way they want to, and the black person was like, hey, yeah. And so he looked at her in the car like, you are white as fuck. I wish I could do that <laughs> shit. And I watched this. I watched this with somebody, and it was like, and I was like, "Hey, don't ever do that to me." And she was like, "No, no, 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 I'm black too." <laughs> and so that was funny. So they get there, and oh, and then I wanted to ask you, like, at that point, like, where did you see the movie, and like, what was the makeup of the crowd like? Oh, so um, for this being a non, it was pretty full for a non superhero movie. Only time I go is full. It's a superhero movie. Like, hell, we went to Lego Batman, and there was four of us in there. And I, <laughs> John Wick was fuller, but it was, about the, it was about a little bit less than John Wick crowd okay. in there. But I saw it in San Leandro, and if you don't know, San Leandro is like, is, San Leandro is, shares a border with Deep East Oakland, which is the part of Oakland. <laughs> so we, that's where we go, because that's where the closest movie theater is, so it was thick in there. Okay, okay. I saw it in, in uh, Brentwood. Explain Brentwood. <laughs> Brentwood is like it's like a small, like, affluent white town. Mm-hmm. Brentwood is the same city, but different, that OJ murdered Nicole in. <laughs> Just the Brentwood in Southern California is yeah, richer. It's, it's pretty Which pretty. also tripped me out because I was like, wait, OJ murdered in Brentwood, but he's in the 405. Like, wait, how did this work? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, sir. All right, so they pull up to the house with the ceiling missing. No, and they notice like the white, 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 white groundskeeper. She's like, "Oh, that's just our groundskeeper. We're not racist." And then he gets up there, and the white guy hugs him. And is like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" 
Yeah. <laughs> he's he's jive as fuck. He's, he's, he's hamming it up. And so it starts off with the kind of everybody's looking around at each other kind of scenes. It gets down. She was like, well, we just got out from a long, we got a long, long drive. We want to go unpack. He's like, you're going to unpack before I give you the tour? I was like, what the fuck? Did you notice? So when they first get in, they're sitting in the living room. And he's like. Oh, spoiler alerts. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. Don't we're actually, we're gonna put this at the beginning. <laughs> we did. We we're supposed to put it at the beginning, but don't listen to this until you have seen the movie. We're gonna be talking about the story in detail. Yeah. The the dad goes on this weird anti deer rant mm-hmm. that if you exchange any other ethnicity for the word deer, mm-hmm. he sounds like a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. It's like I hate deer. They're terrible. They're a scourge of the, the country of the nation. We need to get them out of here. I hate them. And again, I'll have fan theory at the end for that. <laughs> so. um Go through the house, give him the house tour, and then they go take his stuff. And did he say the line yet? Out of Obama for a third. He, oh, yeah, so he, he sees does. sees the groundkeeper. He sees the black maid, and he was like, "I know what you're thinking. A white family with black servants." He's like, "Yeah, I hate myself too, but you know, they helped my mom when she was passing, and I couldn't fire them and stuff like that." So he's doing his best to let them know that he's not racist. So you can feel at ease, which is the uneasiest thing in the world: letting people making people feel at ease. But I guess it worked for them a few times. Anyway, wink, 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 wink. And so he's like, I'd have voted for Obama a third time. And so cuts the scene where they're in the room. The dialogue is really great in this movie. The mm-hmm. dad says something also, uh, something like, it's a privilege to learn someone else's culture. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like he's saying that like being white is great. Yeah. But that's also a good thing. It is a privilege to learn other people's cultures and shit like that. Because I, we know other people's cultures, and it's a privilege. It it is, but the way he said it, yeah, uh, he's like, I, I I I'm white privileged, so I can go places yeah, and yeah. learn. Because he's like, look, we got these from Bali. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a picture of was it his grandpa who mm-hmm. lost the race to Jesse Owens, and, and he, he said he almost got over it, which made sense in the, in the yeah, moment, which is right? like I'm like, damn, this movie. I might, see, I think I might see this again. Yeah, and catch all the little uh, Easter eggs we missed. Yeah, yeah. How does it fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> My question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you see, Doctor Strange. Uh, <laughs> He's like and up, and you know, uh, if we're talking about Fox, they go back in time and fix it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, get out. It's him and his girlfriend are talking, and he's like, "Bitch, these people are racist as fuck." <laughs> he's trying to like tell her, like, eh, "This shit is weird." And he's like, "He said the Obama thing." And so then they get there and, and, well, they mentioned that there's the big party going on tomorrow. And she was like, well, I forgot the party was there. And then I'm like, wait, bitch, how do you forget a big ass party <laughs> if it's the same day every year? And they're like, they're, they're hamming up like, well, it's going to be a big party. And she was like, well, this party about to be so white. So they go to sleep. Oh, dude's a smoker. And he's supposed to quit smoking. And so he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he wants a cigarette at night. Who, who hasn't had that? thought of course and so he goes outside and he sees the groundkeeper running laps around the house and it was scary as fuck i thought he about to get tackled and so and after that he doesn't want to smoke a cigarette anymore and he sees the maid doing her hair in the mirror yeah and it just looks like unsettling and creepy. i left yeah. he's like he should have left right then like right then and there yeah and like first of all black people don't let anybody take you where you can't get out like oh we're gonna go to my family's house cabin's house in the wood i'm like nah i'm good bitch i don't know you that well like, we've been married for 15 years, but I've never met your parents like that. They could be murderers. This could be the long con. And I can't get away. You have the keys? Why do you have the keys? Let me hold the keys. Let me hold the keys. In case I want to just go. 
He said, I just want to go. Always know your exits, baby. That's what they teach you in movie one-on-one. Always know where your exits are. And he didn't. He did Because he still had miles to run through the woods. I would have left when I... When they, anyway, so... He goes back in because he don't want to smoke anymore after being almost tackled by the black man. And so the mom asks him to sit down. So the mom's a hypnotist. And she wants to hypnotize him because he's a smoker so he can quit smoking. And he sits down and she starts her hypnotism routine and he didn't immediately fucking leave. I think it might have already been too late. Nah, I think he just got got the fuck up. He should have never sat down. Yeah. Obviously, no, I'm going to bed. But he, I think he was just trying to be friendly. And mm-hmm. just, like, but she started like all these questions about her mom. Like, I don't feel like talking about this. I'm going to bed. You can not like me if you want to. I'll leave in the morning. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm like, like I'm like, no. I'm I, like, I, it's it's one in the morning. I don't want to talk about how my mom died in a car crash. Yeah. Right now. We just. I, so, yeah. And so he gets hypnotized and he doesn't know he's hypnotized. And so he wakes up in the morning. But this, this scene looks cool as fuck. Like when she's like. Have you had that feeling before of like sinking down like that? Mm-hmm. And she's like going oh, to yeah. going to a sunken place, and it's just like he's like floating in black space, and he's looking out through what looks like a TV, which is his eyes. Mm-hmm. And she closes his eyes, and he just wakes up. Yeah, which, which I just thought looked up. It was good. Like the movie was shot awesomely. So he wakes up, uh, <laughs> wakes up, and he, he thinks it's all a dream. <laughs> he wakes up like uh, Tupac in the California Love video. <laughs> And he reaches for a cigarette, and he doesn't want to smoke it. So he sees the groundkeeper, and he was like, hey, you know what? I, we didn't get to introduce. And he's like, I'm Chris, and everything like that. And so here's the point of the movie where... <laughs> all right, so uh, he, he actually spoke, and then uh, the groundskeeper dude let him know that he got hypnotized last night, which fucked up. The whole plan. If he didn't let him know he got hypnotized last night, he thought it was a dream the whole time, and he wouldn't have been suspicious the whole time. So the the groundskeeper dude fucked up the whole movie. <laughs> he, what did you think was happening now? Because he's, I knew he was like off. Mm-hmm. He just, he said something about like he's like yeah, roses Rose is a treasure or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought what the black dude was thinking like he was like they they throwing an okie doke on us real good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, spoiler alerts because it's about to get real spoilery, and so. And then he noticed that his phone was uncharged. So it's like his phone had been charged the whole night. And then he comes back and his phone wasn't charged again. He blamed the the nurse. I mean, the uh, the maid lady. And so tells the girl that, you know, the maid, like, I charged my shit twice and now it's unplugged. I think the maid's unparked, uh, unplugging it. And so he's walking around with half a battery, which is the horror movie already. It, that's horrifying. It's like, oh my god, twenty five percent all day. What the fuck? They have very good reception for them to be out in the middle of the boondocks. Well, they have brand new Windows phones, which we see quite often. In yes, movie. and surfaces. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Windows as fuck. <laughs> uh, and so he calls his his buddy Rod. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then the party starts, right? The party don't stop till I walk in. Yeah. And so we already been introduced to his buddy Rob, but we'll throw him back in. So the party starts, and there's a bunch of white people looking all whitish, and you could tell how they pulled up. Something was wrong. Don't nobody arrive at the same time like that. Everybody arrives at the same time, bro. You you kind of leave. You need to leave. And they all they all pull up in like these like luxury sedans. Mm-hmm. Looks like they've been driven. Like they're not driving themselves. Yeah. And they're all sizing him up at this party, like mm-hmm. like literally like squeezing his really, arms. Really squeezing his biceps the, and stuff like that. The, the, the golf. And she, they, like, Rose gets asked if he's if he's uh, if he's great in the sack, mm-hmm. 
He said, is it true? Is that dick? Long game. And um, <laughs> then he meets the one other black guy here. And then that was just awkward as fuck because the black guy was very like, oh, I'm black? Ah, yes. I am black. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot. And so he gets this feeling. So he goes and calls. This is when he calls his friend? Yeah, he calls Rod at that point. He's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's after. So. Because he sends him the picture. No, yeah. no. he No, he think he goes back inside and calls him. Sure. Anyway, no, no. so he takes a picture, and then this dude goes into this like strike rage, and he starts choking him. Like, we'll start grabbing. Like, dude, you need to get the fuck out of here. But he's saying, get out, get out, get out. But as a tone, and suddenly, like he was attacking him, the uh, the black dude, the the square ass black dude, he started attacking him. It looks like attacking him, but he was like just saying, get out, get out, get out. And so then, because of the scene of the, he's back in the room, being uh, with the mother who's the hypnotist, and it was like, oh, we helped him out. He was like, oh, I was having a seizure. And he's like, apologize. And dude was like, nah, nigga, you try to fucking attack me nigga, on site, on crypt, bruh. <laughs> I see you in the streets, it's him. And so he 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 goes into a seizure because he tried to take the picture, right? And so yeah. he sends out the picture. Oh, no, because he sends the picture and he immediately calls. Yeah. Because that's how fast pictures go on these Windows phones. <laughs> Windows, the best phones ever. They get, he's like, they save your life. He's like, first of all, my network, fantastic. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get covered everywhere. Can you hear me now? Yep, right now. But uh, this movie works. I like it's a black movie in the way that if you were to call me and mm-hmm. describe the situation, that's what I feel like it was. It was very realistic mm-hmm. at that point. I'm like, Vic, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, because he puts he puts it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediately. And so uh, he was like, no, nah, that's Raymond from the, well, John from the Bronx. He's like, oh, yeah, I did know who that motherfucker is. And so at this time, he was like, you know what? It's time to go. And so, no, no, before the whole thing, he was like, I want to leave your parents anything. And she was like, oh, wait, you trying to leave me? Um, And he was like, well, no, I love you, white lady, but I think I want you to come with me. And she was like, okay, cool, we can leave. And so they're packing up, and he's like, I'll just tell my parents uh, that that I'm sick or something. So you come downstairs, you're like, oh, you're leaving so soon? Oh, we forgot about the the douchey brother. And there's that crazy-ass scene with uh, they're playing bingo. Mm Mm-hmm. And like where it's kind of like slave auction, auction, slave auction bidding. I'm like, damn, this this like parallels and symmetry is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you want to talk about the brother real quick? Cause uh, the brother's crazy. He looks like he's high on coke. Because uh, I imagine, you know, the scene where they're having the dinner table mm-hmm. that like Jordan Peele was wearing in white face and wearing a blonde wig and like <laughs> telling him how to do the creepy uh, hand movements. Because we've seen him do like shit like that on the show. I just felt like he did it. And so, so, uh, let's see. The brother, Hexam did he know judo? Mm-hmm. And he could have judo flip. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> he was like, yeah, with your, with your body frame, uh, and excellent genetics, you would be great at jujitsu. I'm like, damn, that shit is creepy. Yeah. So they get back in the house and he's packing to leave and everything's cool. And so as he's packing, the girl goes somewhere to look for something because she can't find her keys and he sees his open door, which again gave away the whole fucking like that door wasn't open. He went and found out. So open the doors. And she always told him that. She was the first black guy she's ever been with. She 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 did that and he believed it. But when he called his friend, <laughs> so he called his friend. So okay, he's called the friend and the friend said, Oh, that's dude, he's been missing for six months. You need to get the fuck out of there. Cause the dude's been missing for six months. And he was like, Well, you just saw him today. How the fuck? Yeah, get the fuck out of there. So he's ready to go. And so he sees a, a shoebox full of a bunch of black people. She looks like she's been hugged up with him. Then she sees a picture of the garden, the gardener, 
in a picture with her hugged up. Then the girl with a picture, the May girl, a picture of them hugged up. They all look like their boyfriend and girlfriend, and then girlfriend and girlfriend. And then she sees the picture of the black dude that told him to get out. And that was the dude from the hood. So that's when everything seemed like, all right, let me get the fuck out of here. They're brainwashing people. And so when he's trying to leave, he's like, baby, where's the keys? Baby, where's the keys? And he's looking, and they're trying to surround him, like, oh, you can't leave, you know. It's all going down. And she's frantically looking for the keys, and then he finally asks her, where are the keys? She's like, oh, they're right here. So she's in it on the whole time. Twist. Bam. Twist. And so they hit him with the sleeper hold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause- oh, wait, oh, yeah. Since he's been hypnotized, the mom does the little, uh, the, the cue to, to go to sleep. It's, uh, hit the teacup twice, and he falls out. And they take him to the bathroom as he slips into the sinking place. This part is great. Mm-hmm. Where I guess we hit like the the final chapter of the movie, and we get yeah. to like even more third like, act. thick uh, symbolism and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, so his friend is a TSA member, mm-hmm. and so he goes to. The- which this was a horror comedy. This was a horror and a comedy, but it's not horroring. It's being a comedy, which usually doesn't work out. And we get attorney at law, Maxine Shaw. Yep, yep. Uh, she was living single in New York, and after she was in a '90s kind of world, mm-hmm. I guess being an attorney didn't work out too well, and she became a cop. Mm-hmm. I can you usually see. do it the other way around. I can see it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, she aged very well. Oh, she she damn near looks the same. Yeah, like she looks good. I'm like, damn, man, she got to be like fifty something, right? She must be a vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he explains the story for her <laughs> that they're brainwashing him and they had another dude that's been missing for six months, which alone, dude's been missing for six months, somebody would have had to go. That sounds like grounds enough to go check some shit out. I'm like, you got to have some due diligence. I mean. Yeah. So they laughed at him because he said he was a sex slave and she brought more people to laugh at him. So uh, he was like, well, fuck y'all. And so. But uh, Lil Rel is hilarious and I want to give him some credit he did a great job in this movie mm-hmm. but I'm mad that his name was Lil Rel on the screen Lil Rel Howery he has a yeah. special on Netflix it's pretty funny yeah I watched it I thought he was Hannibal Burris for a second cause all black people look alike <laughs> but I enjoyed him 10 times more in those hey man few hey 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 stop 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 fuck stop, Hannibal Burris my bad I got her God this, damn it, Vic. <laughs> I'm just saying, they fuck him. They don't slander my favorites on the show. No, 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 no. We have a few don't slanders. Those are agreed upon don't slanders, all right? <laughs> it's like Tom Hardy. It's Keanu Reeves. It's, you know, we have a few. <laughs> fuck Slandable Verse. Fuck Cyclops. I have some favorites. You have some favorites. Yeah. Just, hey, I'm just saying. I put him in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, no, that's not my favorite. We know, it's, our it's agreed my, upon our, favorites oh, oh, are oh, don't only, slander. Let's, I think we should both get one that we shouldn't say. Who's your one? Is it Hannibal Burst? I'll put Cyclops out. I'll put in Hannibal Burst. <laughs> Fine. No, no. You can slander anybody I want to. No, oh. fuck Hannibal Burst. All right. Well, First of all, because snitching. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he learns that he has to take things into his own hands. Wait, no, wait. So he's first he's learning the plot of the movie, which he really didn't care about. <laughs> so he wakes up and he's like, he's, um, he wakes up. And he's tied to a chair and he's like, what the fuck's going on here? Then uh, uh, 80s commercial comes on about the cocoon process of the grandfather <laughs> mastering the fight of hypnosis and shit like that. He, he hypnosis, hypnotizes the whole family, which makes sense of how the mama talks to everybody. And so then he goes back into sleep because he hears uh, the teacup and he wakes up. And then this guy that was talking to him earlier that seems like a really cool dude is in a... Uh, a bit, and he was like, the, the "Well, photo- the photographer, the photographer that was blind, he was like, well, let me explain this to you.'" He's like, "I don't care." He's like, "Well, wait, wait, what?" <laughs> he's like, "You don't want to know why you're being held." He's like, "No, not really. I just want to get out of here." And he's like, "If I tell you about it, 
they said the process goes better. He was like, fine, reveal the plot to me. <laughs> this is like really a funny thing because, dude, like you see how people are like, why am I here? Why am I? He's like, I don't care why I'm here. I'm looking around trying to get the fuck out of here. I don't care why you want to kill me. You want to kill me. I don't care. Like, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Is that going to get me not killed? No, it's not. It's not. Fine. That, Fuck y'all. No, that felt real. I appreciated it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was looking around the whole time. He's like, fine, tell me. And then he was like, you want to take over? They're going to put his brain in their brain. And he's like, all right, cool. So he has this nervous tick when he has this nervous tick where he scratches things. Because he, he hasn't been smoking? Or he, well, no, that's because that's what he did when he was oh, with his yeah. moms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like that too. That shit yeah. was that shit was deep. He did it in the chair when, when his mom. Yeah. When his mom his died. mom died and he didn't go, he didn't tell anybody to look for her because he knew she was coming home and he was kind of stuck. So he found out his mom like died inside a road. She bled out. She didn't die in a car accident, she, but nobody was looking for her. So he blames himself for his mom's death, and so that's the reason why he like has to go save things because. If he would have got up and called the police about his mom, maybe she would have survived. So he has that guilt with him. And so he spends the time scratching, and then he notices, like, there's cotton in stuff. Deep deep symbolism right there. Yeah. Because he's like, you know. Uh, what I got of it was, uh, you know, like, the literal of picking cotton mm-hmm. on, like, the first level. But on a deeper level of, like, putting cotton in your ears to not hear the quote-unquote uh, the message. Yeah. And so... I don't know how he got the guy in both ears. No, do you remember when uh he was trying to bite off the the, the, uh, restraint, he the restraints? He he probably get close enough. Yeah, on both sides. I'm fat, so I couldn't get that close. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I think he's Nigerian, so he's pretty slim. Yeah. So he so this time he plays. So now he knows what's happening, and he's got a cotton idea. So they <laughs> cotton they, idea. they so they saw the dude's brain off. They're ready. They're ready to transfer brains. And so the son comes in and he unties him from his chair. And then one scene, the son turns around. The other scene, dude's not in the chair no more. And he picks up like a billiard ball. Yeah, it's like a it's like a bocce ball or something. Yeah, and cracks that motherfucking skull to where you get the uh, hobble, uh, wobble wobbling. <laughs> Harlem shaking. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets off. And then... Um, the murderous rage took over him, but this, my favorite murderous rage because it was a thorough murderous rage. It's a berserker barrage, and it's the kind of scene that we root for, where mm-hmm. we see the hero kind of murder his way out of the house, mm-hmm. and we but got thoroughly. Not just he he tried to leave no stone unturned. He was like, "Wait, who hasn't I murdered yet? I'm pretty sure I need to murder like well, five people." He wanted to make sure he escaped safely, so he has to murder everyone, mm-hmm. and he he murdered the father poetically with yes. with deer horns. Yep, because he hates deer. Mm-hmm. And then he gets upstairs, but he didn't knock out the brother well enough. So the brother like puts his sleeper, and he's fighting him. And but he stabs him in the leg, and then he proceeds to. How do you want to put it? He, the brother that tried to put him back in restraints. Now he's mad because he just killed his father. So he's about to kill him. And so he 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 imagined the black guy imagined that the guy's head was a fire. <laughs> And he tried to put it out vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> and and he did it this time. He was like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I didn't check to make sure you were dead. So now you're dying. <laughs> so he stumped his head a few times. He was like, I don't see enough brain on the ground. I do not see enough brain on the ground. He's like, I just need to make sure. Yeah. My foot is now on the floor. Okay. 
And then the mother ran up on him and he saw that she saw the teacup. And if you'd have clicked the teacup twice, he'd have went back to sleep. So he ran and he knocked the teacup over. And then she was like, oh, well, what you going to do? So she tried to stab him and the gangster shit over. So she stabs him in the hand and he's like, Mm-mm, bitch, that's not going to work this time. So she started moving and then he starts the pain. But he's like, he's so mad that he pushes her hand back with the thing, which had to be an awful lot of pain, takes it and stabs her in the eye. But I would, again, stump the head out. You know, because oh, that, oh, he probably, I would, I would have just went full zombie mode. If I'm not piking your brain, I mean, I'm sure he took it out and put it in her eye. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna shish kebab a brain. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's like, I got the keys now. It's time he can escape. And then like this scene like further le- further leads me to the theory that I have towards the end. All right, and so he jumps out of the car and he takes it off. He's home free, and then the maid lady jumps out and he hits her. And so he's thinking they're all trapped because they all try to, like, let him know, like, shit's going on. So he's thinking they're all trapped. But... Uh, and the symbolism of his leaving his mom. Leaving again. his mother. So he runs her over. So he went back to get her and he puts her in the car. And so he's driving away and slowly the woman wakes up. But the... Uh, and she's like, you killed my whole family. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Big reveal. So she was fucking with him. He drive at high speed. And she crashed the car. Grandma, grandma, and he realizes she had a scar on her forehead. So he just started putting two and two together. Holy shit, grandma was grandma, and so like he starts limping away because um, the, the daughter, his Rose, is now shooting at him with the rifle. With the rifle, and she she's in her hunting gear. She went in full hunting gear. Uh, oh, we missed the scene where uh, Ray, the, what's the the best friend, was calling. Uh, and oh. she, so oh, he was shit, he shit, was that shit was hilarious yeah so uh, all right we gotta circle back before all this happened he rod, the, uh, rod the, there we go rod, rod was calling the whole time and he was kept getting voicemail so when he finally she found the phone finally picks up it's the girl saying oh he left two days ago and so he's being real detective he's like well what um what what company news because he doesn't trust her right and so she starts flipping it on him like uh well now he's gone we can be together and he and so she pisses him off so much like cause she she noticed that he's trying to get more information out of her and so she flips it <laughs> on him and so he's like damn it you bitch and he hangs the phone and he goes the bitch is a genius <laughs> oh man that was funny so we get to there and then the car the car crashes the car now we're back to the car crash and then big burly dad uh starts I mean, big burly uh, field hand starts running after him, tackles him. Uh, he dropped him for a loss. That was about five yard loss behind the image. Uh, <laughs> Might have been head to head collision, but yeah, he sacked his ass. And so he was like, "You killed my whole family, motherfucker!" And then he sees the scar on Dad's uh, grandpa's head, and so that means that was Grandpa's brain in the dude's head. And but he realized that flashes make him go crazy, so he pulls out his Windows phone. At, now at this point, I realize that Windows phone are excellent for taking pictures. Yeah. And I audibly heard people in the pl- in the theater. It's like, oh wow, plot! I remember now. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you guys are dumb for not making that connection already. But, yeah. But okay. so he flashes it, and so the flash put dude back in his. The the flash brought the the original black person up to the surface, and so he didn't flip out this time because he was like, oh, everything's going on right now. Okay, yeah, I got you. Wink. <laughs> And so the daughter was about to shoot him. He was like, let me do it, you know, because he just killed our whole family. So he grabs a gun from the daughter and he shoots the, the daughter in the, the stomach, reloads, and then shoots his top off because he don't want to live like this anymore. That and was, so that was fantastic. 
And so, like, she starts to reach for the gun. Did the crowd clap at that point in your theater? I did. I did. I did, too. Yeah. So, she starts to reach for the gun, which, no, this is the clap part. So, he starts to reach for the gun, and then she starts, and he's like, nah, he kicks the gun away, and he's about to choke her the fuck out. And so, he's choking her. She was like, Ray, it's, I mean, it's me. It's not him anymore. And so, he's like, no, bitch. And he's still choking her. She was like, come on, do it. I think she was getting hot. And then he was like, you know what? I'm not going to murder you. And I was like, no, no, thoroughly motor everybody. And then the scene that scared me the most. Oh, that, I was like, oh, this, shit. This, this shit was horrifying when you see the red and blue lights pull up. Yeah, so you see like. Because this, this is all bad. Yeah, so you see the cops pull up. And you think it's the fucking cops. And you're like, well, he just murdered a whole fucking family. But the the it's burning downstairs. And there's like an operation table. So that might explain some shit. Oh, you get away. But then I was thinking like, oh, is the cops in on it? But then a great, great directory. Like. The scene cuts to the side of the car, and it's not a cop car. It's a TA, TSA cop car. And so it's his partner pop out, like, damn. And so he lets the chick bleed out on the side of the road, you know, symbolism of his mom. I like when they get in the car, mm-hmm. and they just sit there for like a whole minute. And he's looking at him, so his friend Rod looking at him like, I told you so. <laughs> and they silently laugh to each other. He was like, no. And he was like, how did you find me? And my favorite line, because I, as soon as he said it, it looked at him, I knew what he was about to say. He's like, because I'm the T motherfucking SA. I get shit done. And then they drive off into the sunset. Okay, so here's my wild theory. All right, let's do this. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the deer are black people. Uh-huh. Because they take out the brains of the black people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad says he hates deer. Mm-hmm. The daughter... Uh, they clearly go hunting, mm-hmm. so that's why they hunt the deer. Mm-hmm. It's because they're black people. And that's why they put them on the wall. Also, theory. All right, fine. That's a theory. It's not. A, it's, it's not not a theory. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just, not not a theory. It's just some stuff I can make up. But the <laughs> the movie was great. It was well directed. And I'm looking forward to Jordan Peele's next film. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, oh, you get them keys to the city. Marvel might want to call him. Pick him up, Marvel. Pick him up before DC does. <laughs> just pick him up. That's a, that's it's a war now. It's just mm-hmm. like what 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 property can he do? Like I don't know. Just 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 meet with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can do something. Or Fox pick him up. You know he can write. You know what DC pick him up because he can write funny and dark. I think they need the help at this point. Yeah. I don't want to see DC fail, but Marvel's already winning, so that's yeah. fine. that's fine too. I don't like winning is one thing, but. Like, like losing this bad. It's like, are they even playing? <laughs> yeah. All right. Got anything else for wrap up? Never wrap it up. Shout out to Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen, Shannon Sharp, Kamal Harris. Listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Oh, shit. Shout out to our musical guest, Rhyme Artist. Two up, two down. Fuck Donald Trump. Talking to the Yo, 
closed eyelids, you know, don't see anything. Nothing forms, nothing minds your senses. Pretenders are lurking, graveling, some master stone saddled and collect the palms. Run together to form warriors with mighty strong bones. Ever since a nigga learned the truth about democracy, he been spitting wise lyrics like his name is Socrates. Messing up activities, notes all about formalities. Not a friendly neighbor, cause he's damaging communities. With the infinity gems, he distorting all realities. No one can stop him, they can't afford the penalties. Caused by the lack of faith in this weird monstrosity. Don't give a damn about your feelings, not as honesty, huh? When the seas and the stars align, rhyme artists, the faithful pupil of St. Valentine will receive power. Alternative energy, read the world of negativity and crazy allergies. What? This issue doesn't have to be dismembered to get out of hand. I wish the genie in the bottle to create all that I planned, but he didn't, so I snatched the left from out of Jafar up in Disneyland and I prayed to the God, 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 God of thieves. To help me with my dealings, avoid major killings, to settle scores of lost wars and make a better villain. de los ladrones me bendijo con un arte divina. Yo uso estos regalos de mostrar mis talentos extraños. El dios de los ladrones me bendijo con un arte divina. Me estoy contigo toda la vida hasta que muera. Yo uso estos regalos de mostrar mis talentos extraños. El dios de los ladrones me bendijo con un arte divina. Yo uso estos regalos de mostrar mis talentos extraños. El dios de los ladrones me bendijo con un arte divina.